are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with your host, Brent McGuire. This episode is brought to you by the Locked On MLB Prospects Podcast. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton, is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. So follow the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. In today's episode, we are going to recap the last week of Angels baseball. For those that are not aware, I have been away for about a week or so. So the best way to kind of catch everybody up and get back on a normal routine is to kind of go over everything that has transpired over the last week. But before we get into the episode, as usual, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at BMAGS94. You can find the podcast at Locked on Angels. You can find my written work at Crashing the Pearly Gates. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to download, subscribe, rate, and review the Locked on Angels podcast wherever you get your podcast from. So happy Monday. I hope you are all doing very, very well. Uh, it's obviously been a little bit while since we have last talked. We did not do any of the podcasts last week. That's not news to any of you. So I figured the best way to kind of get back into the routine and rhythm of things was to basically go over everything that's happened over the last week or so. It has been a pretty up and down handful of weeks for the Angels. Uh, I am recording this episode before Sunday's Angels game on the uh, 4th of July. I'm going to be out for most of the day. I wanted to put together a quality podcast on my first podcast back. I was not sure what time I was going to be arriving home on Sunday night, and I didn't want to come back into the mix of things with a subpar uh, podcast. So we're going to kind of go over everything from each day. We're going to kind of go back to, uh, let's see, what do we have here? Sunday, June 27th, and kind of just recap everything that has gone on since then, because it has been a pretty crazy time. So if you go back to Saturday, June 26th, the Angels had just dropped five straight games. And this was a team that found themselves over 500 uh, less than a week before that. They were 36 and 35. And then they dropped five straight games. Four of those coming against very good teams in the San Francisco Giants and the Tampa Bay Rays. So Sunday rolls around. The Angels finally snap this little skid. They have a big game from Shohei Otani. This was going to be a common theme in the coming week. Otani was a single shy of a cycle in the same exact place where he hit for the cycle back in 2019 against the Tampa Bay Rays. And this was a strong performance from Otani. Uh, David Fletcher had a multi-hit game. Patrick Sandoval gave the club five pretty good innings. And outside of Mike Myers, the bullpen came in and did a pretty good job. So this was a big win for the Angels, kind of snapping this little skid and giving them some some momentum going into the series against the New York Yankees. So this was supposed to be a four-game series against the Yankees. Uh, If you're not aware, the Thursday game did get postponed, 
but the Angels did take two of three games in this series. This was a very, very strong series that finished quite well uh, for the Angels. So we'll definitely talk about what happened on Wednesday's game, but I do want to go back to Monday. Again, Shohei Otani, homers for the second straight game, his 26th home run of the season. This ball left his bat at 117.2 miles per hour. That was the hardest hit baseball or hardest hit home run by an Angels player in the StatCast era going back to 2015. So again, this was just another night where Shohei Otani did his thing. And this was a weird game for the Angels because they won five to three. They took the lead for good in the, let's see, the uh, eighth inning, no, sixth inning. Uh, But this game did not start off all that well for the Angels because Dylan Bundy was pitching while he was sick. So he only threw one and two thirds innings, four hits, two earned runs, and was literally behind the mound throwing up because he was dehydrated, not feeling good. And the Angels very, very quickly had to go to their bullpen. So Jose Suarez comes in, five and a third innings, two hits, one earned run, five strikeouts, and one walk. Dropped his season ERA down to 1.98. Just another strong performance. And later on in the week, Jose Suarez was announced to be uh, entering the rotation for the Angels. So he has pitched very, very well for the Angels this year. And I think that has been one of the more unexpected developments for the Angels this year. This was a guy who, when he came up in 2019, was a pretty highly thought of prospect, like a fringe top 100, maybe barely outside of the top 100 prospect. Uh, Didn't necessarily have phenomenal stuff, but knew what to do with it, threw a lot of strikes, had some good off-speed stuff. It was a disaster for his first two years with the Angels. This year, we are seeing a better version of Jose Suarez, and as a result, he was rewarded by being slotted into the rotation. He will start on uh, today, actually, against the Boston Red Sox. So a big game from Shohei Otani and Jose Suarez. Tuesday's game was basically the Shohei Otani show, and that was pretty much it. Otani kept rolling, homered not once, but twice, giving him four home runs in a span of three games and just continued to roll. But that was just about the only good thing that happened for the Angels in this game. The pitching was not very good. They allowed 11 runs. Andrew Heaney was dreadful in his three innings of work. Five inning or three innings, five hits, seven earned runs, three home runs allowed. I saw his ERA on the season go up to 5.40. James Hoyt came in, allowed three runs in his inning of work. Junior Guerra allowed a run in his inning in two-thirds of work. So just not a good performance from the Angels. But as we've become accustomed to, Shohei Otani just continued to roll and had just a dominant performance. Wednesday's game was probably the craziest game of the season for the Angels. And I was not watching this game. Obviously, I was basically off the grid for Angel stuff the past week, but I was aware of what was happening. I was getting some of the alerts and whatnot. And when I saw that Jared Walsh had hit a grand slam to tie the game against Aroldis Chapman in the ninth inning, like six hours after the game had kind of started, I was definitely thrown off a little bit. And this was 
a crazy game for the Angels because this started in the worst possible way. Shohei Otani does the two-way thing. He's hitting and pitching. He's leading off for the Angels, has his worst start of the season by far, pitches two-thirds of an innings. He's pulled before he can get out of the first inning, did not have any sort of command, walked four batters, allowed two runs, seven earned runs. He saw his ERA jump up to 3.60, and this was a double whammy because not only did Otani get pulled as a pitcher, but that meant they didn't have a DH for the rest of the game. So this was kind of a shuffling of sorts where we saw um, the Angels utilize a lot of pinch hitters. And we also saw Dylan Bundy and Tony Watson bat a few times because of the lack of a DH. So this very easily could have been a loss for the Angels. And it was looking that way. There was not just one rain delay, but two rain delays. It was almost looking like this game might get just suspended and replayed at a later date. They did pick up where they left off, and the Angels down uh, going into the ninth thing. They're down eight to four, put seven runs up on the board. And I don't remember the specific stat, but it was something along the lines of the Angels became the first team in, in modern MLB history to allow seven runs in the first inning, and then score seven runs in the ninth inning to go on and win the game. And I realized this is kind of a weird, silly, arbitrary stat, but it is pretty telling that the Angels were able to pull off this win. As I mentioned before, Jared Walsh hit a game-tying grand slam against Aroldis Chapman, one of the best relief pitchers of the past decade. Just an awesome, awesome moment, and they didn't stop there. Luis Renjifo has the go-ahead hit, and the Angels are able to pull off a rather incredible win against the Yankees. This could have been one of those games that was kind of deflating. Shohei Otani just did not have it. And the guy that's really just carried the Angels for most of this season had a really bad outing. And in a rare change of events, Otani didn't have a good game, but the Angels themselves had a great game. So this was a big win for the Angels. And as mentioned before, they were supposed to play on Thursday, the first day of July. The game was postponed, so this was a three-game series. The Angels took two of three games in this series against the Yankees. We're going to take our first break of this episode. When we get back, we are going to talk about the series against the Baltimore Orioles, or at the very least, we're going to talk about the first two games because I am recording this before Sunday's game. But before we do so, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action at Bet Online. Get all of the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs. So make sure to head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today at betonline.ag and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. Bet online your online sportsbook experts. So let's get back into talking about a pretty crazy few days for the Angels. As I mentioned before, uh, I am recording this before Sunday's game against the Baltimore Orioles. I'm going to be out for the holiday, and I didn't want to put together a, uh, a subpar podcast in my first one back after about 10 days or so. So again, a lot had happened for the Angels in this past week. 
Uh, we just kind of left off with the Angels Yankees game getting postponed on Thursday. I failed to even mention the fact that there was more news about the Tyler Skaggs case against the Angels. The Tyler Skaggs family did sue the Angels. They sued Eric Kay, the guy who provided Tyler Skaggs with the drugs that eventually led to his overdose. And Eric Kay, the former uh, vice president of communications, was also uh, in this case. So a very, very ugly situation for the Angels. I don't know if I have too many other thoughts on this right now. To be honest with you, I haven't read uh, further in depth about this story and everything, but obviously was a very tragic ending to the young life of Tyler Skaggs, and he is definitely missed. And this situation between uh, the Skaggs family and the Angels organization is obviously not a pretty one. So if any other further developments come along, I will make sure to pass that along to you. But kind of coming back to the Angels coverage. So Thursday, the game was postponed. We also found out on that day that Shohei Watani and Mike Trout were named as the starters for the American League. Obviously, Mike Trout has not played a game since the middle of May. It's unclear if he's actually going to end up playing in the All-Star game. I mean, considering the fact that he is not back and playing yet is a pretty good sign that he's probably not going to play in the All-Star game. That being said, another All-Star selection for him. And Shohei Otani making it as the DH was kind of inevitable. We knew this was going to happen, but still seeing it happen is awesome. We're going to get to see Shohei Otani as the starting DH for the American League. He's participating in the Home Run Derby. There's probably a good chance that he's going to be pitching at some point. So we're going to get to see... Shohei Otani out on full display on a national stage. It's going to be awesome. I am pretty darn excited to see this happen. And in other Shohei Otani news, before Friday's game against the Baltimore Orioles, Shohei Otani was named the American League Player of the Month for the month of June. And this was, again, kind of inevitable. 13 home runs in the month just had an outlandish month. And even though his last outing on the mound was kind of a bombshell, four of his five starts in the month were really, really good. I mean, I know it's easy to look at this last start and say, well, maybe it wasn't a great month for him pitching-wise, and the 4.93 ERA in the month of June definitely backs that up a little bit. But considering the fact that he pitched extremely well in four of his starts for the month was definitely enough to just add more to his case for winning. So this was a phenomenal performance for Shohei Otani. And he continued to do the same thing on Friday night's game against the Orioles. So literally, I mean, before the game was even played, we already got the news about Otani being named player of the month in the previous month. The first month or the first day of the month of July, Shohei Otani hits not one home run, but two home runs for the Angels. And again, just some outlandish stuff. Griffin Canning did not pitch well, was eventually optioned to AAA on Saturday. The Angels are down in this game. Shohei Otani hits home run number 29 to cut the lead to, or cut the deficit to three runs. And then the very following inning in the fourth inning, Shohei Otani hits an opposite field, go ahead, two run home run, 
for home run number 30. Again, just some absolutely crazy stuff. 30 home runs before the All-Star break, the most by any Angels player before the All-Star break. Otani was also one of, I believe, half a dozen players who have hit 30 home runs and stolen 10 bases before the All-Star break. So again, just some crazy, crazy stuff. And we uh, are just becoming accustomed to seeing this on a daily basis. So we saw the two home runs. He was not done in this game. The ninth inning rolls around. The Angels are tied 7-7. to Going into the bottom of the inning, Shohei Otani takes a walk. He steals second base. And then Jared Walsh walks it off with a walk-off RBI single. And with all respect to Jared Walsh, who himself was the one that drove in the game-winning run, Shohei Otani made this happen. Reached base on the walk. Stole second base, not once, but technically stole it twice. He did steal a base earlier in the inning, but Anthony Rendon's backswing hit the Orioles catcher, Pedro Severino, and was uh, an interference. So Otani was called back to first base, but quite frankly, he was going to steal that base anyways. Otani didn't care, decided to steal again, was successful. The next pitch, Jared Walsh drives him in, and Otani, I mean, there are not many players who are going to score on this base hit. This ball left Jared Walsh's bat at 108 miles per hour. It went directly to the right fielder who made a great throw to home plate, but Otani was just quick enough to get in there. Walk off RBI single. One of the more awesome moments of the season so far for the Angels. And then Saturday, the Angels kept rolling. Four to one victory. Maybe not quite as exciting as the night before, but kind of a stress-free game for the Angels, which was kind of nice. They put two runs on the board in the bottom of the first inning, and they held the lead for the rest of the game and ended up winning 4-1. to A phenomenal performance from Alex Cobb. Seven and two-thirds innings, four hits, one earned run, six strikeouts, one walk. 34% of his pitches were either whiffs or called strikes. That is a very very strong number. Got 11 ground ball outs. We saw the Angels defense behind him playing extremely well, which is not something we've been able to say too often so far this year. The Angels bullpen comes in, shuts it down. Steve Ciszek gets the hold in the eighth inning. And then Rysel Iglesias, I mean, I don't know if we spent enough time talking about what this guy has done over the last couple of weeks. Iglesias has retired his last 25 batters that he's faced in a row. And if you go back over the last six games, 24 batters have been retired. So no hits, no walks, and 15 of those 24 batters have struck out. That's 62.5%. I mean, this guy is pitching about as well as any pitcher possibly can. I mean, his stuff, his command, everything has been phenomenal. And what makes it even more impressive is he's doing this in high leverage innings. He's coming in in the eighth inning and getting five out saves. He's getting those big, those big outs when the Angels need it. He is doing multi-inning performances. This has been a superb performance from Rysel Iglesias, and he's been a big reason why the Angels are kind of just hanging around. I mean, the bullpen has been a gigantic mess, but Iglesias for his part, is doing just about everything he can possibly do, especially after 
the way his season started. So really, really impressive stuff from Rysel Iglesias. This win got the Angels back to 500. And before we do kind of like wrap up this little segment, because again, I'm recording this before Sunday's game. So the Angels are either going to be a game over 500 when Monday rolls around or a game under. And there is a good chance that we're going to hear that Jared Walsh was announced to the American League All-Star team because the rosters do come out on Sunday afternoon at some point. So we will definitely be talking about more of this on Tuesday's episode, but that's kind of the last week of Angels baseball recap for you. We're going to take one final break before we get out of here, but let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bars have some of the best tasting protein bars on the market right now. In this upcoming week, we have a limited time flavor coming out at Built Bar called the Built Grasshopper Cookie. Available this week only from July 6th through July 9th, gets the new Built Bar flavor, the Grasshopper Cookie. What does it taste like? This is Built Bar's version of the classic Thin Mint Cookie, all of the flavor without all of that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. And if you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON15, you'll get 15% off your first order so you can get that Grasshopper Cookie. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So let's wrap up today's episode of uh, Angels coverage. So obviously I was not here for about 10 days or so. So I am kind of playing that catch up game right now, trying to get the listeners back up to date with where we're at right now. As mentioned before, I did not get any of the coverage in for Sunday's game because I'm going to be out for a majority of the day. But the Angels are playing some pretty good baseball right now. I know it's been an up and down handful of weeks for the Angels. It feels like they're able to pull off five or six wins in a row, and then all of a sudden they lose five games in a row. And it just feels like they've been kind of hovering around 500 for the better part of the season. They are starting to play a little bit better baseball, and Mike Trout will be back soon. The trade deadline is coming up in the next couple of weeks, which means the Angels it's kind of the make or break time because they're kind of around just hovering around 500. They're kind of sort of in the playoff picture. They're about six games back of a wild card spot. So I think we're going to have a better idea of where the angels stand in the coming weeks. If Mike Trout can come back and give the team a boost, if the pitching can kind of hold its ground and the angels find themselves in a competitive spot, we could see them buying at the deadline. If things go awry and they go in the wrong direction then maybe they perhaps become sellers. But that's definitely going to become more clear in the coming weeks. But I believe that's all I've got for today's episode. So as always, thank you for joining. Stay safe out there. And we will talk some Angels baseball on Tuesday.